The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Podcast Beyond. I, for the final time, am your host, Mark Medina. And this week, I'm joined, as always, by Jada Griffin with a stethoscope for some reason that I'm just realizing. Uh, Yeah, because, uh, you know, like I came, I missed last week. I was, uh, you know, two weeks ago, I was a doctor. Last week, I was sick, so it kind of came full circle. Uh, So I'm just, you know, I figure if I'm sick, I don't have to work. So if I'm a doctor again this week, I'll be sick next week. Um, Is is that how doctors are born? They get sick and they're like, you know what? I can never let this happen again. I'm going to become a doctor. Yes, exactly. Also, you know, I'll I'll be giving a log, uh, a live diagnosis of Mark on his leaving today. So I figured I should dress for the occasion. Can't wait. Uh, And then, of course, also joined by Matt Kim. Hello. I'm not. Still not a doctor. (laughs) Still. (laughs) <laughs> still working his way through med school nah, I'm not, um I'm like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't seem worth it <laughs> medical debt in this economy just uh, there's a lot of bones you have to memorize matt yeah. math ain't, the math ain't mathin uh well we've got an awesome show but before i'm allowed to get to that awesome show i have to read this highlighted thing so once again bear with me everybody uh if you like ign we've got something cool for you head to, I, head to ign.com slash rewards for perks and discounts on things like dream gear power a humble bundle and the ign store and more you can even enter to win one of five ign dx racer gaming chairs there's new stuff every week and it's free for everyone remember that's ign.com slash rewards okay We've got an awesome show. We've got a really, really cool topic about video games that are not great, but we play them anyways. We're going to talk about God of War Ragnarok because it is almost here. But first, we have to talk about the game I've been playing all week, which is Overwatch 2, for better or worse, this game. The run of show literally says Overwatch 2 is out and, well f word because i just don't know i don't know what to say uh so here who here has been playing overwatch 2 i have booted it up successfully twice yeah i downloaded it and actually i was actually part of the review pilot program so i played Mm -hmm. it uh, i played a couple matches about a week before launch but i actually haven't touched it uh since because i've been busy not because i don't like overwatch sure so i have been playing more than i ever intended to because i i'm not an overwatch player i didn't really play the first one i played it a few times i'm not really much for like i don't really play like call of duty multiplayer anymore either um but i have a couple of friends that don't watch this show but shout outs to emily and david uh they have been inviting inviting me to play this game and i actually have been having a lot of fun when we can actually play and it's not a broken mess <laughs> so uh yeah the first night we played uh we didn't because the queue times were astronomical i would join and it would i would be like 40,000th in line and they're not joking it just it wouldn't work because they were getting a ddos attack um i haven't been having that many problems with queues though lately jada have you been trying recently i haven't i picked it up i I tried the over the first like couple days um on lunch and like you said the first day it was like forty thousand in queue it took me six hours to get in the first day and i was able to play one match before i had to go do something so i was like well that was cool use of my time today um and then i just kind of gave up on it on the weekend and 
I haven't had any friends that I used to play Overwatch 1 with send me invites or bug me to play. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of kept playing other stuff because it's just not a priority for me right now. But I did play a crap ton of the beta and I liked it. It's good. Mm -hmm. I like the new format and I like a lot of the changes, but bugs galore right now, man. Yeah. Jada, you can play with me in my group. Well, just send me an invite. You never do. But I, it's, I, I will. I, well, it's because, I don't it's because... because I don't want to play with you. But for <laughs> for the show's sake, so everybody everybody just hears me say it. Um, I <laughs> Got to keep will. up appearances that we're friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're actually friends. We have to keep up appearances that we're not, that we're not friends. friends. You're right. I get that backwards sometimes. That's why I don't send you Christmas cards. Or why every I time I Christmas cards. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. Every time I see you on, I just think about Knockout City, and I'm like, I just, I can't. She'll find a way to play Overwatch, and she'll find a way to turn on me. <laughs> I'm just going to May Ice Wall you in the spawn gate nonstop. <laughs> and they do. They always do. Uh, Matt, what about you? How much have you played? I, I know you said you're a little little iffy. Yeah, so I, I played uh, maybe like one or two matches during this early time, but I actually I, I wasn't on the hook or anything to cover Overwatch 2. Uh, I just mm -hmm. uh, was just, you know, uh, was part of that. And it was it was all right. Uh, I'm mostly so OK. So I actually played a lot of Overwatch 1 when it first came out on the PS4 back in 2016. Like I, mm -hmm. I logged in like hundreds of hours. Uh, I played like I just would load up games all the time. Um, and I built up like a really considerable like amount of like skins and stuff like that that I just really like. Like my favorite is mm. the Diva Diva Korean one, the Diva Pangolin one, uh, which I got. Mm. And then a couple years later, I got like a proper gaming PC, so I, I didn't need to play on the PS4. Like I was able to be like, oh, I can finally play Overwatch on the PC with like all the right. kids or whatever like that. And I got a copy of Overwatch One, and there was no like cross progression or anything like that. Yep. So when I booted up oh, Overwatch weird. One on PC, none of my PS4 skin like they like they implemented that now, right? And so like, right, none right. of my P none of my PS4 skins were in the were on my account for the PC version, and that just like killed any mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. any motivation i had to play overwatch on pc so i just didn't and what <laughs> i ended up doing was uh was like i also dealt with the queues but only so that i could make sure that my stuff from the ps4 were transferred over to overwatch 2 mm. and they are right. but other than that that's the only reason why i played it since launch was to like boot it up make sure that my cool diva skin was in my account it is mm -hmm. and i have not opened it up since but i've you know and let's be real, like the skins, it's such a silly thing. It's such a silly little thing, like in the grand scope yeah. of things when it comes to playing Overwatch 2. Totally not useful, but we want to look flashy. We want to look cool. So when we get yeah. those play of the game moments, it's showing off our awesome skin and people can revel at our how awesome we are. Like, that's what we want. Mm. So like, I'm right there with you, Matt. Like, I, I probably had like... 85 to 90 out of the 110 collectibles for each character on the ps4 mm. version um back in the day and i started playing on pc towards the end of it because a bunch of my friends were like well we're playing on pc you should play on pc with us i'm like okay but like i have nothing there uh yep. so i did anyways but i'm so happy everything's transferring over because it does it's it's a silly thing but i mean what else do you collect in overwatch when you're playing other than like the sprays mm -hmm. and other stuff you don't care about the skins it's kind of like that's kind of their like real draw is like hey we got these cool fancy things look awesome while you do cool things even though you can't see yourself while you do it yeah you really don't think about it but like the moment mm -hmm. you open that up and you just see that fat zero right by like the unlocked like meter by characters you're just like this is not ideal and you just log out and you're like i'm, I'm yep not. Yeah, I recently booted up uh Fortnite on Xbox and so it's like it's twofold for one I I would have been crushed if my skins weren't there because I absolutely collect Fortnite skins. I would be really, really sad if I was just a default dancer. But also, um, when I booted it up, that I didn't even think about it. Like, I'm thinking about it now about how sad I would have been if the skins weren't there. But when I booted it up, I didn't think about it. It was just like, it was just like, level 80, here's all my skins. And I was just like, yep. Like, I, I just, it didn't cross my mind that I was playing on a different platform because I just what you're saying matt reminds me of a worse time mm. when cross progression and all that stuff didn't really exist and i love this world we live in now where it's like i feel like any anywhere i you know because of the you know battle net linking uh anywhere i boot up overwatch all my skins are going to be there not that i have that many because i've only been playing for a week and i suck 
but we'll get there. We'll Mark, did you say you're playing as the default dancer in Fortnite? If if I had to, I would be playing as a default dancer, of course. Yeah. So is that like a is that a like does that re- relate to like Tiny Dancer or anything like that? I no. don't know Fortnite. You no, know. it just it just it just when you, when you <laughs> it's just what I call people because it's like you know uh, Fortnite has you know so many skins, hundreds, whatever, and so you could tell someone that's like played the game or put in the you know bought the battle pass and stuff like that, and it's like they have at least something whether it's indiana jones Mm. or darth vader or whatever they have something but you can tell somebody's incredibly new when it's like this person's ariana grande and this person's darth vader and this person is a dude with a beard in some cargo pants and like (laughs) they have that default like like you're just like they're a default dancer they're level two they never played the game (laughs) and you're wondering how you got cued with them after playing a thousand matches Yep. Yep. I don't. Well, it's every time the season resets, you just get put, you know, you get defaulted back to level one. And so then you're just with a bunch of other people who are just like playing the game for the first time, a bunch of switch owners. It's it's fine. It's fine. Gotcha. Thank <laughs> um, you for clarifying. I was very confused yep. by default dancer, but that makes sense. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the bugs and that's something, that's something I have to talk about. So the game has, perf- has been performing once i get into a game it's been performing fine except for two things one i'll log in and half of the characters are just grayed out and i don't know why like Mm -hmm. i have there are times where i can play as anybody and then there are other times where i just i can't play as half the people the other thing i have to talk about is this game mode i've been playing called total mayhem which i was told is very fun This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by NordVPN, a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace. Are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems, and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers, and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. And now, back to the show. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. And then... It's great, except that Zarya is completely bugged she what her l1 ability is a shield that makes her invincible and because it's in total mayhem the cooldown to be able to use that ability is shorter than the shield lasts so when i tell you 
I sent Red a screenshot. Red, if you could bring that up, please. There is my game from last night. As you can see, I have 36 kills and zero deaths. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then those are my friends below me uh but you can see right there starter has 40 kills seven deaths like it's just it's insane but what happens is is i'm a, i'm an invincible zarya they have an invincible zarya <laughs> and we just stand on the payload and nothing happens until somebody on our team as you can see right there uh the person that uh, you know uh second on the list is playing as reinhardt because that's your only hope is to dash <laughs> that Zarya away, try to use the grav lift thingy to like hold them in place and make a little bit of progress on the payload See, before the, they come back. The, so more impressive to me than the, the eliminations mark for you is the mm -hmm. MIT, which is the damage mitigation. You mitigated yep. 110,000 damage, which <laughs> is just- never it, died. Yeah, like that is like, compared to the other Zarya, you doubled, you literally doubled her yep. mi damage mitigation. Yeah. Uh, so look at, kudos to you on that. But yes, look at the game. Seventeen <laughs> minutes long for yep. one Overwatch game. That's uh, ridiculous. That's awful. Well, I mean, if it, it seventeen minutes isn't too long, if you have like overtime and stuff like that, it can go that long. But well, that's what it is. The payload is in is in constant overtime because yep. you you're only get it about you're only able to get it like halfway through, and then it goes into overtime, and then I just can't leave it because yep. if I do. Uh, the overtime will tick down so then we just stand there and the whole goal is somebody's using what's it, like doom fist or whoever or um lucio or reinhardt to 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 boop them away that's the I, only chance you have i also love that you guys like just said screw all of blizzards like hey one tank like that's the new flip format you guys went four takes in one healer like that's well just okay it's and that's total mayhem like that's the it's, thing it's it's yeah it's the a normal game is reasonable mayhem but this yep. is total mayhem okay yep. so you know you kind of have to yeah so uh she likes to play as diva but he is reinhardt solely for getting rid of the other Zarya. And then if you look on their list, they're kind of running the same comp because they're trying to get rid of me. We did win this game though. So as you can yeah. see from the scores, we were much better. <laughs> we were far superior. But uh, yeah, that is insane to me that that's still a thing. That, yeah, that I she's mean, just broken. I, I, honestly, I think it's intended to be that way. Um, I, I'm no surprised. Way. Really? Yeah, because the Total Mayhem's been a game mode since the first Overwatch, and I remember right. just being able to stack Zarya bubbles like nonstop. <sighs> the trick is in the original one is you couldn't like. Uh, so in Overwatch Two, her bubbles are on the same cooldown to where you can like bubble yourself twice versus bubbling yourself once and then okay. once to an ally. In Overwatch One, you had a separate cooldown for one for yourself, one for an ally. So you had to constantly like bounce it back and forth so it was a little bit more balanced in overwatch hmm. one but overwatch two because it's just the same like resource and it just stacks and you can cast it twice on yourself that yep. means the cooldown so it is more i guess it is technically more broken in overwatch two than it was probably intended but that's just due to how they change zarya from overwatch one to two so. What what we've been trying to do is because because Total Mayhem is fun is I'll play as a reasonable character, a normal character. Mm -hmm. But if they pull the trigger and they pull out a Zarya, you've left me no choice. Yeah. So we we try to have that mutual understanding. It, it's it's I don't revel in being Zarya and just being a me. I'm telling you, Jada, yesterday I'm standing on the payload, pressing L1 and I'm just on Twitter. Just, oh, yeah, I just believe it. I believe like it. absorbing everything and uh and uh yeah so i'll try to play as a normal character but if they if the moment their zarya is on the field i mean they started it so then i have to end it so yeah, yeah. uh matt i'd love to hear you talk so we're gonna <laughs> i'm so sorry he's, right. he's like i haven't played enough overwatch 2 i don't I, know <laughs> i just don't know it looks fun I, it, i've heard i've heard about all the bugs i'm i will like do you do you know it. do you know what the deal is with these uh these prepaid phones what's going on there yeah yeah so i can talk a little bit about that so they added a uh a two-factor security to the battle.net accounts starting with overwatch 2 which makes a lot of sense sure uh, what didn't make sense is that for some reason certain phone numbers from prepaid plans which 
typically like people who can't afford like the the regular ongoing monthly plans or that's usually what they what people get for some reason certain prepaid phone plans were just like not allowed which meant that because this was now a mandatory requirement some people just couldn't play basically a, a domino effect and so people who are usually you know can't afford uh, like monthly phone plans ended up getting these you know prepaid plans which didn't work so they can't play overwatch too all of a sudden and uh blizzard was like this was an unintentional accident and they're trying to remedy it so i think they're working on it it's no longer the case it was i'm seeing i was seeing reports where cricket wireless yeah was affected not like boost mobile which is another popular prepaid option and so mm-hmm. it only seemed to like target like certain plans and so i that makes it seem like it really was an accident, but the fact that mm-hmm. this was an issue to begin with that really locked out a bunch of like a lot of players who you know was unfortunate. Yeah, was- I I didn't know that cricket was prepaid. I I don't mm-hmm. think it is. So that's that's kind of weird. I thought it yeah. was just I thought it was still like monthly. It just wasn't contract, but I guess in some way that is that um- is like prepaid or some of them are i've sold cricket um okay <laughs> back at gamestop back when they were doing cricket wireless uh yeah some of them are some of them aren't it just depends on how you hmm. kind of go about it if i remember right but this was also like 10 years ago since i've sold it so who knows what it's changed to in that that te- that time frame um but yeah it uh it definitely some of them so it sucks though like because like yeah. blizzard is not been having a good time pr wise around any right. of their things and like this is just an unfortunate like i don't think their intention was to bar out the people who can't afford monthly uh phone plans it's a free they released it as a free-to-play game for the reason of <laughs> capturing as many people as possible so like it's, it's not free to play <laughs> when i have to have an at&t contract yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, and i wonder also, if there's a thing where it's like, it's not even like, oh, I can't afford it, but I use this like burner phone or whatever for like online things because I don't yeah. want to use my real number. But also it makes me wonder, like, I think some people sometimes use Signal for stuff like that. And I wonder if Signal gets barred out of it as well, mm, uh, which yeah. is like, you know, the online using a thing. But you mentioned about like them trying to roll it back and it's unintentional. But then we put a news story out today that... Blizzard is more than like the, the they're saying this is going to be like this in Modern Warfare 2 as well since yeah. that's yeah. also a battle neck game. I, I don't think the I don't think the mandatory requirement for the phone number is going to drop. I think what they're going right. to do is they're going to expand the net to include mm-hmm. the like n- uh, the numbers that were previously like barred from from being applicable with the service. But no, I I sorry, yeah, if I, if I mm. made it sound like they were going to drop the phone thing, that was, like, unintentional. I think they are keeping the phone yeah. requirement in place. It's just they're going to make it so that people with Cricket going forward or Booster or prepaid mm-hmm. plans like that will still be able to use their phone numbers for Battle.net. Right. And these, yeah. this mobile kind of, like, it's kind of like a safety net kind of protection thing for the game. It's actually, I personally think it's healthy for the games just because there's a lot of people who do a lot of crappy things and get a band and then they just create a new account like and they just play the game again and continue being crappy so it's really bad for the community it hurts the community so like when they have a way of holding people um accountable for their actions via like hey your phone number is blocked like you can't get in like i think that's good that's a healthy thing for communities to a degree as long as it's it's managed and monitored properly whether blizzard does that in the future I can't say for sure mm-hmm. if that's going to happen. Um, like I play a lot of League of Legends and it doesn't require a phone number to play the main core game, but every other weekend there is what we call clash tournaments, which are like in-game tournaments hosted by League of Legends. Um, but to play in clash, you have to have a registered phone number to your account. And that's mm-hmm. just to prevent like that type of stuff going on. It prevents like some Smurfs accounts. Um, mm. It prevents a lot of different things. So to help um, keep the playing field fair for players at a lower level, because you can drop, you know, if you create a new account and you're platinum, diamond, masters, whatever, and you just create a new account just so you can play in these tournaments and roll these iron players, which is the lowest rank, like that creates a bad experience for those people who are just getting into it new and maybe playing in their first clash tournament to get rolled 30 to zero in their first yeah. game. Like, it's just not fun. So mm-hmm. I agree with the 
the method of what they're going about it. I just it just needs to be balanced out and done properly to make sure that it is doing what it intends to do and not having unintended uh, consequences like we're seeing with Blizzard with Overwatch too. Yeah, I mean, always two-factor authenticate your accounts. That's security. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like more security is always better. But you know, sometimes yeah, you mm-hmm. don't really think about things like this happening because you kind of just be like, "This a phone number is a phone number. It doesn't matter if it's like a monthly yeah. plan or a, a prepaid plan." So the the fact that this was even an issue to begin with, I feel like is a bit is short sighted on Blizzard's part, and that they should oh, be getting like criticism for it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was. It you really just expect them to not like discriminate against certain right. I just have to imagine that at some point in QA, they're like, "Hey, let's get all these different. Let's get a phone from every different service and try these in QA." Mm. I have to imagine that came up in QA at some point. If it didn't, they need to. It sounds like it did. (laughs) (laughs) They need to grow their QA department. Is what they need to do. What I find ironic about the whole thing is the fact that they are requiring you to do like a phone number and stuff like that. And like, I know that these things are different, but the game keeps keeps getting DDoSed, which if I mm-hmm. remember correctly is basically just like somebody is overloading the servers with login attempts and it causes the servers to crash and stuff like that. And so it's like, I'm sure those things are like, you know, separate. They're, they're able to like, try to like, think the server is is trying to get logged in without actually having an account or something like that but I, I i find it ironic where it's like you have to have a phone number to play the game also we're on our third ddos attack in the week and it's like well something's uh something's not working there <laughs> uh, overwatch 2 it'll get there every every oh, i don't want to say every but games like this that sometimes have a rocky launch it's it's i try to put it out of my mind because I do know that this is something that they're going to figure out. And if and in a few weeks time, we'll be able to just play and blah, blah, blah. Like any, any like Final Fantasy 14, World of Warcraft, every Call of Duty when they first came, like when Warzone first came out, like incredibly long queue times and you do everything you can, right? In Final Fantasy 14, we would log in at noon, even though we worked until five because, and Matt, you were like the king of this, is like you would log in and you would just... You'd just be like, I'm not going to play because it's, you know, I'm working or whatever, but I'm hopefully I'll be able to play by the time I'm done with dinner. And I remember doing that with New World a lot, too. Mm -hmm. I'll be in by five or something like, right. Yeah. Right in time for me to right in time for me to get off work. Yeah, it was (laughs) it was nuts. I like I like the 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 gameplay stuff that they've talked about in Overwatch 2, you know, the the mm-hmm. dropping the requirement from 6 6v6 to 5v5, uh, uh, less rigid role requirements for, for competitiveness. Like, I like all of that. It's just a matter of ironing out <laughs> these first, you know, potential months of, of turbulence. Yeah, I, I can definitely say I've had... I'm more on the green side of, like, I've had more fun than I've been frustrated. But I also do not mind when you know i get my friend group together and overwatch isn't work working and i'm just like well let's switch to fortnite like you know i mm-hmm. i stuff like that doesn't bug me so i i don't i don't if you're trying to play fortnite and that's what you have you know your night set aside for i can imagine you would be very frustrated with how the launch has been all right let's talk about more things that suck <laughs> great segue, mark Yeah, exactly. The king of Sanguis. You've been playing around with PlayStation Stars. (laughs) Yes. So PlayStation Stars is the new loyalty program, similar to like the Microsoft Rewards, where when you buy stuff, you get coins that you can use to buy, you know, digital collectibles. Uh, You can exchange them for gift cards for the PS Store, games in full um oh where you can buy their nfts that aren't nfts anymore because of all the hate they got exactly they just turned it into this got it okay cool i'm with you um (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i've been messing around with that it's uh it's available to like for us right now it just came online i believe last week um and it's been online in a couple other regions and i think the last couple regions come online this week or next week um but, you know, it's an interesting first start. It doesn't feel like it has nearly enough there. Um, I try. I spent just one day, literally yesterday, doing it. Um, and I finished all the challenges other than the buy a game challenge, 
which mm -hmm. I don't really think is a challenge. It's just like, unless it's challenging whether I have money or not, <laughs> uh, which is just a really bank, shitty challenge. bank account challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so it's, it's very silly, but like, yeah. So like if you have the, uh, the PlayStation app, you know, it normally has like, you know, your games. This is where you go to get your captures that transfer mm -hmm. and stuff. There's a little like little one right there you can see mm -hmm. sure. that way. And if you click that, it just kind of it pulls you into the rewards and it has like a trophy case and it's got all the different challenges and stuff like that. Um, and so I've been messing around with that. The, the trophy case is it's very silly. It's very shallow. It's got right now it's God of War themed, uh, but there's different sure. ones you can choose between um i've got like a little t the, the first one was just literally logging in for the first time i got a little t-rex holding sly cooper's staff Aww. um which Great. is kind of cool um there was a another challenge was the world warriors challenge which is literally just load up any fighting game to celebrate uh the anniversary of like street fighter and uh what is it it's called it's the world warrior challenge so pick a fight to honor 30 years of hadoukens so you could play street fighter sure. 5 ultimate marvel vs. combat versus Capcom 3, Mortal Kombat 11, or Tekken 7. Um, only two of which that have Hadoukens, but uh, it's still kind of honor. <laughs> <laughs> it still honors it somehow. Um, I, the, I've it, seen, like, zero buzz about this. There, like, it, this is something I... I, 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 this is something I expected. You know, I have a, I have a Twitter, uh, you know, PlayStation audience, and I follow a lot of other PlayStation people. And this is something that I was like, oh, okay, because it, it launched in like Asia, I think a week before it hit us. Mm -hmm. And I figured once it hit, you know, the region I'm in, that more people would be like, hey, look, I got this trophy and blah, blah, blah. And I would see a lot more of it. And I've seen goose egg zippo yeah <laughs> no it's been completely this. silent they have really not marketed it and i think it's it maybe because they're still in the rollout phase they're not doing anything big with it um the 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 craziest thing so and i'm gonna do a little challenge with you guys because i want to see if you guys can guess some of these uh these answers but the last oh challenge was uh it's for a collectible called the sony cord machine which if anybody remembers is like a very old portable cassette uh, recorder from 1982 so chances are anybody listening to this podcast no you do not remember it is before most, i think all of our times as well yep. but this is one of their first challenges that they decided i was to actually put out there. born in 1968 i'm 50 and that's you know that's uh that's but you know that's all that's thanks what to the my, stethoscope my is for that's, that's all thanks to my doctor work you know it's just uh it's just one of those things it's like i'm just she's, gonna, she's, gonna she's giving out she's giving out in any moment you can feel it <laughs> When you can start uh, to feel your own heartbeat, that's when you should get a little, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been feeling it for a while. <laughs> so the final challenge, and we'll go through this pretty quick because the story is pretty goose eggs, like you said. Uh, but they wanted you to launch a game matching the circa 1994 song. So the first okay. code, the first clue was stay X circle of life. Now keep in mind these are all PlayStation games that you would need to load up um on your playstation 4 or 5 um and i got nothing and you guys have probably played all the games on this list okay most of them you, are wait. big sony exclusives hit hit me with it one more time stay circle of life stay circle of life i got nothing Stay circle of life mm -hmm. think about yeah. think about the like the circle of life kind of aspect that's that was the key to this one and so playstation and exclusive so it's it a PlayStation so exclusive. Is it exclusive or first party? Uh like, it is, like, this it... one is this one is technically a first party as well now. Oh man, this is like being on GameScoop. Okay. How many questions do we have left? There's <laughs> there's, there's six total. Um man. Just give me your okay. best guess for a Circle of Life, and this is an exclusive. Man, I really want to get this. Because obviously, okay, so it has something to do with like <gasps> Okay, is it Returnal? It is Returnal, correct? Yay, there yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, come on, life. it's got to be some sort of like Groundhog's Day, some sort of like I didn't play roguelike. Okay, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Uh, I know that you guys have both played this one. Sure. Baby, I love your way. X, go west. Oh, wow. Oh. I'll, I'll let Matt take this one. Horizon, right? Okay. I was like, wait, maybe no, he doesn't know. It, it is no. not Horizon Forbidden West. Wait, Mark. Wait, wait, okay, okay. Give it to me one more time. Maybe I was so 
You're so sure it was that with Matt. Oh, Maybe oh, it's Death Stranding. It is Death Stranding. Uh, yes, cut. there yes. we go. <laughs> yes, Death Stranding director's cut. Uh, this one I had to look up because I did not get. Um, it was very, it was kind of odd for me. I just uh -oh. kind of missed the references. Uh, you didn't Mis get it. Mr. Jones, X Regulate. And this is also, this is a big PlayStation exclusive. A big PlayStation exclusive. Mr. Jones, X Regulate. Regulate. Yes. Regulate. Big PlayStation exclusive. Mm. That one I don't know. I get Mr. Jones. Yeah, that's what threw me off. I was trying to figure out what this like related like, to. And I'm Indiana sure Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, this is gonna be an Xbox game. That actually, yeah, which is, is yeah, that's exactly. probably what it is. That's actually what it is. That you're on the right track, Mark. Yeah. Oh. oh well then is it uncharted yeah. uncharted for a thief's end okay well what the so, how's the clue work say what how does the clue work i don't understand. i still don't get so the, mr, so mr. Jones, jones is that an indiana jones oh, reference indiana jones. Jones. okay gotcha. and then i guess and regulate i don't know why regulate? that kind of comes into play but yeah the audience is screaming right now probably <laughs> from uncharted 3 when this guy showed up and blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> when the when the regulations hit i don't know yeah okay. yeah all right well. uh all right clue four more human than human okay oh. still playstation exclusive actually is that the that uh that's the quantic dream one detroit Right. Oh, mm -hmm. Detroit, Detroit human. become human. Yeah, Detroit okay. Become human. Very good, Matt. Hey. Yeah. So we are five and five right now. Yeah. Yeah. But the last one, you had to give us a lot of clues, but still. <laughs> uh, all right. So last two. So first of the last two, Wild Night. Oh. PlayStation exclusive, like first uh -huh. party. Mm -hmm. Is this one forbidden? Horizon, nope. Horizon forbidden one? No, okay. Nope. Wild night. This one Yikes. was big back, uh, probably I'd say about four or five. It was big on the PS4. It was a PS4 uh, title. It was very big. Bloodborne. Nope. No. Come Whoa. Whoa. Oh my God. Oh my God. If we could roll back the confidence, he was just like, <laughs> Bloodborne. Uh, <laughs> think about it. Nailed the, it. The, <laughs> the, the game takes place over a single night. <laughs> I believe. Oh, I, I, this is one I haven't played yet, but I believe it's over an entire night. Yes, totally nailed it, Mark. Uh, <laughs> no, what a movie! Yeah, this one I don't know. That was, uh, that's a this tough one, one, this one had, this one had a VR spinoff. Uh, oh, Concrete Genie? Nope. No, a VR spinoff? Mm-hmm. Evil <laughs> Seven. Nope, this is, uh, again, PlayStation. Uh, dang. Wild because now I'm trying to think of VR games that are I PlayStation games. Wild Night. God, I'm going uh, to be so angry. It has snow awesome. in the game. Sorry, one more time? It has snow in the game. Oh. Motifs I'm of out. skulls, death. I got nothing. Until dawn. Until See, dawn. I didn't play that game. I didn't play yeah. Until Dawn. That was the one that I hadn't played either. I wasn't sure if you guys had played Until Dawn. Oh, did we lose Matt? Did he leave? He's I gone? We just, we still have his butt, which is the most important part. <laughs> um, <laughs> the cat wants to leave the room. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Yeah, I did, I did not play Until Dawn. So. All right. I did play Until Dawn. I completely forgot it had a VR spinoff. Like, yeah, I don't the, uh, Rush oh, of, right. the Rush of, uh, Rush of Blood. Uh, Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, and the last one. This one takes place in the city. Streets of Philadelphia is the name, is the clue for this one. PlayStation first party. Yep. You have already okay. guessed uh, another game that was made by the same. Oh, developer. this would be um, maybe Infamous? Nope. No, I don't remember where That was New Orleans. Place. New Orleans and for number two, and the first one, I don't remember mm. where the first one Okay. Is, it, place. is it Bloodborne? No. <laughs> <laughs> Bloodborne yes, just uh, takes place on the mean streets of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. The last Wait, of so, us? What? No, that's the a good guess, but, it's, but that's Boston. That, that's a good oh, guess. What, what were the clues again? So it takes place in the streets of Philadelphia. Streets of Philadelphia is the clue. My clues were that it takes place in the city, I believe. I, I imagine that's why they chose this one. 
And then uh, you've already guessed uh, a game from the same developer. Okay, so it's not Kojima. It's not... Um, what were the first ones? Oh, shoot. So your first one was Returnal, which Returnal. is Housemark. Your second it's not going to be was... a Housemark game. Your second one was uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut, which was um, Kojima. Third one was Uncharted, which was Naughty Dog. Your which we already one, said Last of Us, and you said it wasn't. The fourth one was Detroit Become Human, which was Quantic Dream. And then the fifth one was Wild Night, which was um, Until Dawn, which is developed by... Supermassive. Supermassive. Um, yeah, Supermassive. Okay, so I guess my question is, is it Quantic Dream? Yes. Okay, so is it Beyond Two Souls? No. Shoot. Okay, then Heavy Rain, I guess. That's it. It's Heavy Rain. All right. I was like, I don't remember where Heavy Rain (laughs) nor Beyond Two Souls took place. Honestly, (laughs) the Heavy Rain one threw me off for a minute, too. I had to look at those. Those are PS3 games. Quantic (laughs) Dream has has an outsized presence on this little quiz. Yeah. Dude, that was a lot of fun. And I'm that's a good weekly segment. That was a lot of fun, actually. That (laughs) was good. I'm hoping that they continue to add this. That that was literally the best part of doing this rewards was going through my like 600 PlayStation 5 games, seeing what exclusives I have, and like seeing which ones could potentially match up to it and just booting up a bunch of games until you have to launch them. You just have to launch them. Wait, Uh, so does that mean you have to download them? You, so you use you PlayStation either, Now or whatever it's called? Yes, yeah, so you can stream them. So I tested that because oh, nice. my Uncharted 4 wooden proc with the Nathan Drake collection, I had right. to literally go into PlayStation Now and stream Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, to get that one. Well, that's because on Uncharted there. 4 is not in Nathan Drake collection. I'm sorry, not the Nathan Drake collection. The uh, what is Legacy the, of Thieves. The okay. Legacy of Thieves collection, yes. Sorry. Right. I was like, wait, uh, hold on. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm sitting here loading up Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Why is it 4 popping? Why is it 4 working? What are we doing? Um, but yeah, so I had to like in, had to load that one up separately from PlayStation Now for that one to pop. Um, but there you go. So for all our listeners, if you want to uh, get that first little uh, Sony Cord boombox cassette player thing, uh, NFT, non-NFT, uh, on your PlayStation Stars, you have all the answers now. I'm so mad about the Wild Knight not being Bloodborne. <laughs> I know. You were. I hate seeing someone so sure of themselves. Yeah. It <laughs> just, makes so just, much sense. It hundred percent does. What? And if not, I figured it would be the Philadelphia one. That was a good second. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all know Yarnum is just a, a borough in Philadelphia. Exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. Matt just needs uh, more Bloodborne guys. Let's 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 you know, share support share support for Matt and his his love for Bloodborne in the comments. God. Like why? <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay, we have, we have two. <laughs> we have we have that was actually a really fun segment. I'm actually glad I didn't nix that. I thought about it because I was like, I don't care about PlayStation stars, but that was really fun. You, we nailed it. Um, two more news hits. One is uh, God of War Ragnarok. It's gone gold. And, uh, you know, Dan Stapleton's about to burst through my door any second now to tell me that that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I was really it's celebratory. Hoping, I was really hoping Red was just going to superimpose an image of Dan Stapleton on you. You didn't know right I was going to say moment. it. That's my bad. Right behind it. <laughs> if I if I gave him because I did plan on saying that joke. Uh, I planned it last night. So <laughs> I had more than enough time to clue Red in, and that's my bad. Uh, yeah, but, you know, going get, a game going gold is, is in today's age, doesn't mean a lot, you know, because when is a game ever finished, right? Like, yesterday there was an update for Horizon Forbidden West. Like, the game, you know, that game still hasn't gone gold. But, it, you know, what it does mean, what it used to mean, I guess, is basically that, that the developers are in a, a comfortable enough state to sell that video game. The game could be sold, and you can play it start to finish. It is a, it is a complete game. Are they going to did, did they did they make the game go gold and then instantly start finding bugs that they're going to fix in a day one patch? Absolutely. But it's still cool. It, to me, it, it makes me very happy that like it seems like the game probably won't be delayed because, you know, you just never know in today's yeah. day and age. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still think Sonic Frontiers is going to get delayed. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, you'll break it's hard. <laughs> I, I really hope not because they just announced that there's going to be a Monster Hunter crossover for uh, Sonic Frontiers. Like, I don't want couple, it to get delayed. I like, just I think it's like it, a week after. 
when I like when I look at the landscape of games coming out this fall, if you had if I had to choose like this is the game getting delayed, it, it would be Sonic Frontiers just because it's yeah. like what we've seen in that game looks kind of rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, I believe in them. I believe in the Sonic team. I guess I don't know. I don't care about Sonic. So- <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you're causing issues in our audience. I deeply is- care about Sonic. But I'm going also, mask off. Believe, um, <laughs> but also uh, Sonic will. I'll, I'll talk more about Sonic in uh, an upcoming segment. So uh, I'll leave it at that, so we can continue through. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and then the last bit of news is that you know Kojima, he likes his uh, what are they called, like ARGs or whatever. Yeah. You know the like viral marketing. Mm-hmm. You know games like PT and and uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five originally seemingly like it was like a new ip just called the phantom pain and stuff like that he likes to do his little teases here and there and he's doing another one with uh his next game that we don't know what it is the only thing we know about it is that it's been popping up places it was like a shadowy figure people couldn't figure out who it was um there's still other shadowy figures that people don't know one of them i guess looks a lot like margaret qualley which who was in death stranding as two different characters <laughs> spoilers um but uh this one stars l fanning I don't know much about Elle Fanning, um, but apparently her connection to Kojima would be that she's in a few Nicholas Winding Refn. Oh, yeah, I said that. Oh, right. yeah, uh, right, he's in right, a few right. of his movies, which he was in Death Stranding as as a scanned person, not mm. one of the actors. That's right. I saw her in Neon Demon, a movie that I did not enjoy. Oh, no. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was. I really like uh, Drive. Uh, Drive is one of my favorite Yeah, me too. You know, so he, I think Neon Demon was either it was his second follow up to that. I did not quite care for that Ryan Gosling one that he put out immediately afterwards. Only God forgives. I thought that one was up its own butt, and then oh. Neon Demon Two was also up its own butt. So Dri- Drive was a little close to how you're yeah. describing, but I still liked it enough, dude. The opening sequence to Drive is like one of my favorite movie sequences ever. It is so good. Have you ever seen Drive, Jada? I believe so, but it's probably been what five years sure. since I've probably watched it. It's been a minute. It's so good, man. The movie's great, but that opening sequence is like <sighs> nice, very, very good. Uh, Brian Cranston's in this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, drive. I th- uh, old timer. Did he Beyond- also direct her? Which was like that that like walking feet. I think it was no, Joaquin no, Fiend, that right? was Spike Jones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I just watched a movie with Spike Jones. I just watched uh what was it called? Uh Wolf of Wall Street. He's in that movie for like a minute. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I I like every time I watch that movie, I watched it last night because I was just I was bored and I was like, I'm gonna watch Wolf of Wall Street. Uh every time he gets to the Spike Jones part, I'm like, I forgot that Spike Jones was in this movie. And then he's gone and you never hear from him again. <laughs> literally just a few minutes. Uh but yeah, as far as the death stranding thing goes. Or sorry, not Death Stranding, but the Kojima thing. We we don't know anything about this. This could be the Xbox game that he's always wanted to make. Um, I guess there's like rumors of a horror game called Overdose. Could be that. Um, could be Silent Hill. Like we know, because you know they there's been a lot of rumors that he's heavily involved in the reboots for Silent Hill, and and you know to put an actor, you know that's where Norman Reedus was eventually going to to join the video game world was in Silent Hills. So this could be anything. But uh, exciting, exciting times for Kojima fans out there. Um, man who knows how to surprise. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, exactly. I, I assume if he's at this point, you're ready to tease everything that's happening. Um, I would assume that he's uh, ready to show something at Game Awards because that's like kind of his thing, you know. So, you know, based on that last little teaser we just saw with the man on the moon, the space yeah. whale, yep. Tom, Cruise is going, yep. Tom Cruise is going to the moon. I <laughs> saw it's for, that. It's, it's for his movie. Do you think he's also going to double up and try to be the first person to actually walk on the moon and film something for a game as well? They're just going to double use the footage. I don't know about that. I don't think he's walking on the moon. I think he's just <laughs> doing a spacewalk as a civilian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I saw that Tom Cruise news and I thought... Adam Sandler makes movies based on where he wants to go on vacation that year <laughs> and who he wants to pretend is his wife that year. Uh, and then Tom Cruise makes movies based on just like what stunt he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I really want to spacewalk. What do we got 
in that dusty cabinet of scripts that would allow me to do this. <laughs> He's great. He's great. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen the new Top Gun though. Have you oh, guys? Good. Maverick is great. Yeah. yeah, I really want to watch it, but it it's like not it is out for streaming, but you have to like pay full price or something like that. It's like I think it's like twenty like, bucks, twenty dollar rental or something. That's like a little that. too steep for me. I rent movies on Amazon. I think like four bucks is the most I'll go. Yeah, that yeah. that blockbuster price in your mind stuck from from childhood. Hundred percent, hundred percent, guys. I I hate to call an audible, but uh, we don't have enough time for our main topic. No, but Overwatch two. Unless you guys really want to do it. Yeah. I, I Overwatch Two ended up being our main topic. It, we it went so long that, uh, and then the PlayStation Stars was way longer than I thought it was going to be, yeah, but that really fun. That, that I'm like, well, we we're almost here. But Matt, you dropped in a story that I'd actually love to talk about, which was uh, I think it was you. Let me check the Slack. Opening up my computer. Nope, it was Jada. Matt, you're off the hook. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. But it was basically. Matt, <laughs> yeah exactly uh the ps5 shipments are up 400 percent from last year which is like i guess exciting times for people who are still looking for a playstation 5 it sounds like it's kind of coming to an end where if you want to be able to buy a playstation 5 they'll be there yep i think i saw a random tweet of somebody spotting one in an actual store on a shelf so like really yeah i don't have the tweet handy but i saw i was like just scrolling through my phone and somebody saw one yeah, that's that's it. Um, the PlayStation yeah, Five. I, circa it's 1995. a Nintendo sixty-four. What is this B-roll? <laughs> <laughs> um, Red, you're great. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I I thought it was cool because like I I I man, I didn't know when that like threshold was going to end, and I feel like now if you want a PS Five, you could get one fairly easily i think you have to get the horizon bundle which is like kind of a bummer to some people because it's 50 dollars more and if you don't really care about getting horizon then you're just that's just kind of what you're stuck with you know but i i i hope we're finally reaching an age we we me and jada were in a meeting yesterday with our producer dan and uh he's like i was like hey you're gonna play god of war and he's like i don't have ps5 and I'm like, well, you know, it's for PS4. And he just like interrupts me. He's like, who's going to play? Which the answer is a ton of people. But I understand the sentiment that like people would prefer to play. I know there are some people who haven't played Forbidden West yet because they want to play the PS5 version, which is like yeah. completely understandable. Um, okay. Well, I think I think we have to end on our final uh, what we've been playing because I have a game I'd love to talk about if you guys don't mind. Um, I have been playing no man's sky 4.0 the like waypoint update mm -hmm. it's very good they added a relaxed mode which is my favorite state Does i that love just being in a state of relaxed does that allow your controller just to like hover in front of you and move the button <laughs> yes for you? and you're just like in this ethereal form and you're just, <laughs> and you're just like hands back i am so relaxed like <laughs> no man's sky uh i think it means like the combat's easier but the more like important parts is that the quests are more guided um like they they just they really spell it out like this is what you need to do um and then also um I think things cost less resources. Uh, a main issue you can have early on is like having to complete, always be powering up like your thrusters and stuff like that to be able to launch your ship. Um, and this, I, I really haven't had that problem. And then also just like, you know, No Man's Sky now has a lot of systems. Mm. Uh, and this, I think kind of tones it down a little bit. Um, but I'm also happy. So I've been having a lot of fun. This game is like, I feel like the DualSense was built for this game. Like this game has one of the best dual sense implementations I feel like I've ever used. Like it's so reactive to everything you're doing. It like shakes, you know, use the mining beam and you feel the vibration on the right side and the, you know, the jet pack on the left trigger, just like, it feels like a jet pack. Like it's very, very good. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also happy to report that I played the switch version and it's not the cloud version. It is running natively on a Nintendo switch mm -hmm. and it works very very good yes it's running at probably like 360p but like it runs great and yeah the i guess the only thing they took out is like i don't think it has online but like if you want to be able to play the infinite universe anywhere you can play it on switch so that's really really cool uh jada what you been up to i have been playing and toiling away in tales of arise Ooh. um all right 
I'm really enjoying it. It's a really good RPG. The story is excellent. The characters are very well developed. Um, it's just the it's very grindy on the hardest difficulty, um... like extremely grindy. Like I'm constantly running out of money because most attacks one or two shot members of my party. So I'm mm. constantly having to spend the gels and life bottles to revive people because, you know, there's just not a good system for keeping your NPCs alive. Like my character generally stays up most of the time, but does not say the same for my mages in the group. They tend to fall pretty fast. Um, right. And when enemies have, you know, 200 to 300,000 HP and you're doing two to 600 damage a hit, it the battles are a slugfest uh, to get. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. I'm still enjoying it. It just is a lot more grindy than I would have liked. Um, and I refuse, refuse, refuse to buy the uh, the EXP boosts or the backpack upgrades that Bandai Namco wants me to buy for like <laughs> five bucks a piece. I refuse on principle, regardless if the game is yeah. now like two or three years old. I refuse on principle to spend extra money on something that should be included with the game um right off the bat i should not have to spend money to have my backpack hold 99 of a basic healing item whereas all my other materials go up to 99 but healing items only go up to 15 because they want Yikes. you to buy this like that's just very predatory um yeah. and i hope they kick, i hope they remove that for their next game because i don't know if i will pick it up on um you know just principle alone like i sure. skipped the last couple tales games because I was kind of needed a break from them. And I was like, Tales of Rise looks great. I'm going to give it a shot. And then, you know, DLC has been a major issue for them. They like when it launched, they used to anytime you rested at a campsite, they would be like, hey, there's a new DLC for you to buy. It's like swimsuit mm. costumes. I'm like, I don't need these. Yeah. So uh, thankfully, they patched that so it doesn't pop up. It's still there at the bottom menu for you anytime right. you want to go and do it. But it, there's no like pop ups or anything like that or anything around it. So. But yeah, that's Matt, for me. Matt, do we dare? Do we dare? Uh, so he's been playing Bloodborne. I've not been playing Bloodborne, <laughs> but I've also not been playing Metal Gear Solid Five. I took a break. <gasps> I've officially put a pause on Metal Gear Solid Five because I have realized that I was playing it more for like just being able to like butts around with the mechanics than I was mm -hmm. actually like progressing the story, and that like I did not actually care about like yeah. going through the story stuff. Uh, I was just like doing sneaking missions on the side and just taking on every like side off that I could find. So I actually was like, I'm not playing this to finish it. I'm just playing it to play it. So I've decided to take a break. Okay. Instead, I'm playing a game that I cannot tell you that I'm playing right now. Uh, it is a game that I got tricked into writing a review for because I want to fiddle around with it and give it a give it a run. And it turns out uh, I'm having a really good time. So I so look uh, out for that. Look out for that. <laughs> Yeah. He's playing a Jackbox Party Pack 37. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's embargoed, guys. We can't talk about it. All by himself. Guys, guys, it's actually Jackbox 36. I told him 37 so they wouldn't know. Oh, uh, thanks gosh. for ruining it. Um, but yeah. Well, Matt, I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm proud yeah. of you for Hated. playing another video game. <laughs> Thank you. I am playing another video game that's Samuel Gusel 5. Yeah. Uh, but I will finish it at some point, and then I will have finished all of the Metal Gear games. Uh, at least the main ones at least i'm not gonna play with like the psp stuff got it even though everybody says that peace walker is like the best metal gear solid game so i don't think that's what people say <clears throat> i'm pretty sure that's what they say <clears throat> oh okay i'm sure, I'm sure you said that's i don't know if i've heard game. That <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh then that's it that's that's been our show but obviously so, i you know i can't uh well i'm sorry did you have something i just want to you know before you do the whole sign off thing oh boy i just want to thank you for ushering us in this age of chaos and terror um, <laughs> over the last uh you know what eight episodes eight nine episodes it's say been it's a few been. months yeah so, yeah um it's been a, a delight having you host mark i have really enjoyed our our banter uh matt you have been an excellent third chair with us you've Hello. really hit the you know hit it out the park, mm -hmm. uh, keeping up with uh, me and Mark and not, uh, you know, and still talking to us uh, outside of the show because we didn't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't scare you away. Um, but yeah. Well, Mark, I, 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 pr I promise I was going to do a little bit of an outro. Let's do it. Then go for <laughs> I'm like, it. I'm like, did Jada, did Jada get a hold of my doc? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, go ahead, Mark. Do your outro. 
<laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I've been on the show for a year now. I've been hosting it for a couple months, and uh, so I, f- I figured it's 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 good to give a little bit of a, a send off. You know, you, when I was asked to join the show, I thought. I didn't even think like, oh, I get to be on the podcast weekly or I get to be on, uh, you know, IGN's PlayStation podcast that has this like amazing legacy. Uh, my first thought was I get to be on a show with Jonathan Dornbush. So that was, you know, I, he says he still watches. So, buddy, if you're watching, thank you so much for like being welcoming to me and, and allowing me to be on the show. Um, and then that's actually twofold, because when I was brought into those meetings about having me join the show, um, something I really, really pushed for was that I wanted Jay to be to be on the show with me because, you know, a lot of people don't know uh, Jada is somewhat new to IGN. You've been here for at least a year now, I assume, maybe a little over. A little over. Um, mm-hmm. But I've known Jada for six years because you've just kind of always been around. You know, we would hug each other when we saw each other in the office. We'd hang out at E3. You've just kind of always been there. So it was one of those, you were one of the hires that, like, when they were like, hey, we're hiring Jada Griffin. I'm like, well, it's about time. Like, how? <laughs> <laughs> Can only hang out in our office so much before you finally just give her a job. So, like, I appreciate that you guys finally just figured that out. I know. I mean, I got to help out and do a bunch of stuff for IGN. I was like, let me just come by and see everybody, check in, say hi, and check in on stuff back when we were Mm -hmm. in the office, people. Um, And, yeah, I was like, man, about time. So... (laughs) Well, and then uh, uh, and then obviously to Matt, because, you know, Matt, you've you've been guesting on the show quite a bit. But as as much as the audience probably thinks that like IGN is like this, like corporate structure that knows everything we're going to do. We didn't know what we were going to do when Dornbush left. And I was like, so am I hosting next week? And it was like, yeah, you're hosting the next eight weeks. So, that, <laughs> and that's actually not even true. It was you're hosting the next like three weeks and then it just turned into two months. So that's, that's how it's been. But uh, bringing Matt on as like a permanent, like I appreciate that you were willing to jump in and kind of become a cast member with us. I Whoa. think, uh, I think this version of the show was very good. And uh, everybody in the comments that have been very, very nice. Trust me, we read almost every single one of them. I try my best. Um, to everybody that's been nice, I appreciate it. To everybody that's been constructive, I have absolutely read your comments. I have taken note of those things. I've tried to talk about Apple TV Plus a little bit less, but that's just never going to go away as long as I'm alive. And uh, to all the haters, sorry I couldn't win you over, but I appreciate it. I appreciate you showing up anyways. Thanks for the click. <laughs> I don't know what else to say there. Haters going to hate, Mark. <laughs> Haters going to hate. Uh, Mythic Quest Season 3 is on the way. That's my Let's Apple go. TV G Plus uh, plug. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, yeah, Mark, it's been excellent having you. And I know the audience is going to miss you dearly. I'm going to miss having you on the show weekly to uh, chat with and joke around with yeah. and give you crap because uh, that's just our dynamic. And it's, and I love it. Um, <laughs> And so, but but with that said, like I encourage people to not that me leaving is going to stop people from watching beyond, but I encourage people to check out the new version of the show. I've been in a few like content discussions. Um, something that we can say is that, you know, Max Scoville will be taking over as host from now on. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jada is remaining on as like his second chair. So that is something very exciting. Uh, but the rest of the show is going to be a little different with how things work. So, um, Lastly, one more person I want to uh, give a shout out to really quick, and I know we're going way over, but Red loves me, um, is Red himself, which is somebody you guys don't see. Uh, He's our producer. He is like basically the heart of the show. Like he publishes it every week. He helps come up with ideas for headlines. He helps come up with topics. He grabs B-roll insanely fast. Um, And uh, I'm sorry that you guys don't get to see him more, but he's there and he's awesome. He's also on Twitter. Um, He's also on Twitter. Uh, yeah, what it's like Arc Nemesis or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I doubt I follow him. <laughs> Who do you Part follow? of the show, part of the show, but I don't follow him. Um, Not I gotta love it. <laughs> now I'm just like panic. I'm like, what is his Twitter? Red, do you have a microphone? What's your Twitter? So if... Arch Nemesis with no A? Oh, there it is. It, it's rich nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I appreciate everything you guys have done for me, and I appreciate all the audience. I appreciate everybody watching. Um, but that's it. That's our show. We've done it. 
I hope you guys continue to watch the new version of Beyond. And uh, yeah, that's it. So, of course, for, for, oh, also, I've been getting this on Twitter a lot. No, I'm not leaving IGN. I am going to die of old age, and they're going to have to bury me under the building. I'm never leaving. I like yep. working here. So <laughs> that's that. Uh, but if you want to keep updates with me, I'll be on other shows, of course. I'm, I'm on Next Gen Console Watch like every other week. Jada's checking my heart right now. Um, I do like 75% of the voiceovers for this website. Like, I, you know, I'm around. You'll see me. But you can also follow me on Twitter at Mark underscore Medina. You can follow Jada at Jada underscore Rena. So close. I will say your Twitter right one time. I promise. Uh, yeah, right? You follow Matt at Law of TD. You can follow Red at Arch Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Arch Nemesis without the A. Um, Arch Nemesis without the A. And uh, which and Mark, you you know you'll still be on Beyond periodically. Like you're not gonna just completely correct. I, I'm no longer the host, and I'm no longer a regular cast member. But, but. if in three weeks time i'm having a procedure done on thursday so i'm definitely not going to be here next week i promise you guys that <laughs> uh because i am taking a little bit of time off um but yeah if you see if it if in three weeks i'm back like for an episode don't be surprised i'm just no longer a regular weekly cast member we'll probably have you back on for sure whenever sons of the forest releases in 2040. Mm, so. yo yeah also the death stranding or whatever the next kojima game is like i'll i'll need to be there for that look at that we almost hit our 72 minute mark we almost we we we're, we're nailing it um but yeah okay we'll close it out we'll let we'll get us out of here I'll, I'll get us out of here i promise um but yeah until uh until i'm back i appreciate everybody watching and for the final time as host beyond 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.